0: The wonders alike got the prettiest side for everyone to enjoy Standing up close by the Christmas tree, glimmering light. I am right where I wanna be. I will be home for a couple of days, wander around with you. You and me in the cold, thought it'd never be true Wherever I go, I got you Oh, I have stopped running, there is no way trying You better lose your belt Drinking up wine by the fire I don't care of anything
1: else It's Christmas and welcome to day three of the 25 Days of Christmas where we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie or special every day leading up to Christmas. I'm Patricia and I'm here with my sister Karling.
0: Hello everyone.
1: And so today we're going to be talking about another Rankin Bass Christmas special. We talked about Frosty the Snowman yesterday. We're going to be talking about one that came out a few years before. This is the 1964 Rankin Bass Christmas special, which is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. This was the very first Christmas special that they've ever done and this one is a little bit different whereas frosty the snowman was you know traditionally animated this is done with stop motion so uh, again very uh similar to the uh last one we talked about this is based off of a classic song and it focuses on the life of rudolph the red-nosed reindeer where he was born he had the shiny red nose a lot of people thought of him as like a You know, freak of nature and so they try to cover it up and we get to see another character by the name of uh, Hermie who's an elf who wants to be a dentist and they just see themselves as a bunch of misfits who don't fit in into the mold but then eventually as you know from the classic song that Rudolph does eventually help out Santa when there's a foggy Christmas Eve and his uh, bright nose was able to lead the way towards Christmas So, yes, let's talk about what our thoughts of this are. So, what did you think of this special?
0: I actually really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I love the story of Rudolph. And to be honest with you, I don't know if I remember ever seeing this version when I was a kid. Mm, You probably would know that more than I would. She keeps better track of...
1: Yeah, (laughs) probably.
0: (laughs) But um, I, I enjoyed it. I was a little bit surprised. I know that, like, kind of like Frosty, the song yeah, and the movie go hand in hand. And so, like obviously the the song talks about how he wasn't allowed to participate in certain things and how he was excluded. but kind of I didn't maybe uh, remember watching the movie where you could kind of see him really be an outcast and a misfit and uncomfortable because he wasn't accepted. And even by Santa. So, like, a lot of times, I mean, maybe Santa's depicted in a lot of different ways. But most of the times that I've seen, Santa comes kind of across as a really joyful, happy, you know, very kind of inclusive guy. Yes. But in this Santa uh, adaptation, he was a little bit of, like, you know... I don't know. Yeah, he was... Not a
1: jerk, obviously, but... Yeah, he was definitely, like, very limited to opening up to the fact that, oh, we have a reindeer with a glowing nose. It's like, dude, you use reindeers to fly and you have elves to make your toys. Yeah,
0: and not only... No, but not only that, there was other moments, too, where he's asked to give his opinion and he's kind of like, yeah, all right, that's fine. Or, like, he's just (laughs) kind of maybe, like... Uh, a little more of a
1: Debbie Downer kind of Santa. Yeah. So that, that was interesting. Yeah, that is very interesting. And they wouldn't do this depiction of Santa because if you, uh, the other Rankin-Bass specials, such as Santa Claus is Coming to Town, where you get to see the origins of Santa and how much he loves making toys and making children happy. So there's that depiction. There's also another depiction of Santa where he feels unappreciated with uh, the year without a Santa Claus, where he's really sick and he feels that kids don't care about him. So yeah, Santa's depicted very differently. in all of these specials. So the fact that we have this more um, jagged Santa was very interesting. I thought it
0: was interesting. I, I, I... I appreciate that, like you're saying, like they give us a different Santa, different version of of the character. Yeah. I I enjoyed this Rudolph special. I thought the Rudolph character was cute. Yes. But I really also liked the stop motion part of it. Yes. I like stop motion. I really do too. And even though it's super glitchy, because I mean, what, 1964, like you said? this It just adds to the charm.
1: It does. I mean, this is like their first stop motion animated special they've ever done. And if you've seen their other ones, like we said, Santa Claus is coming to town and the year without a Santa Claus... They've actually gotten better and better with their Mm -hmm. animation. And not only that, if you remember, um, like, looking into the credits and stuff like that, that another studio helped them out, which is called Videocraft, which is a Japanese animated, uh, Japanese studio. And they would go off to become Studio Ghibli, which you remember, like, Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke and Ponyo. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they would go off into doing that eventually, Mm -hmm. which is actually pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the stop animation. Um, I enjoyed the storyline. You know, it was nice to kind of actually see like Rudolph being a little more um, ostracized. Because when he is now then welcomed back into the fold, you can kind of feel the,
1: the, the actual growth for that. I mean, it, it, there was a growth and progression mm-hmm. because we saw him as like a small little reindeer and then he actually grows up into mm-hmm. an adult and then eventually he comes back and... Well, an
0: adult is kind of pushing it because I think it's, he's, it's only like a year. Yeah, it's been a
1: year, yes. So
0: he's still a baby and then they try to like <laughs> give him a love interest, which I thought yeah. was a little
1: bit like, whoa, guys, this is premature.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know the animal kingdom, but, exactly. You know, he's only a year old. Does he really need a girlfriend? Yeah, Clarice. Uh, yeah. Another themes we saw, too, that were, like, again, indicative of the time, even with animals, you know, like, uh, the papa deer. Uh, Donner. Yeah. It's not a deer. I'm sorry. Reindeer. Reindeer. Oh, yeah, reindeer. They're they're still deers. You know, goes off to to try to find and save Rudolph and tells the wife to stay at home because she's too delicate to, like, break. Yes. And then, like, whenever they finally find Rudolph and there's a, a scene where, like, potentially one of the char- two of the characters die you know instead of really grieving or mourning which is fine it's a it's a child special we don't want to like but instead of the characters kind of spending any focus or energy on that they're like well let's just get the women folk home to make sure they're safe and it was yeah. just like really guys you know it's damsels in distress kind of thing it's it was the 60s yeah
1: yeah and there were some other characters mixed up like we mentioned earlier there was a uh, hermy the elf who wants to be a dentist which i liked his character yeah and it just, I found it to be so funny that there was, uh, the head elf. Mm-hmm. You expect him to be like really jolly. It's like, well, let's make all these toys for Santa. And he's like the gruff one. It's like, you, so better, grouchy. you better paint this, Hermie. Why aren't you like the other elves? Everybody
0: gets a 10 minute break, but not you. And it's just kind of like, you know, like he's like pushing him to be an elf, but then threatening to fire him, which is essentially what
1: he wants. He doesn't want to be a toy elf. Yeah. You know? He wants to be a dentist. Yeah. And then we have another character, Yukon Cornelius, who wants to find silver and gold. And then there's also... That was a very interesting character. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was a little bit over the top for me. Mm-hmm. Especially the scenes in which like, he's trying to look for the silver and gold, and then he just licks his pick to see if it actually is silver or gold. Yeah, that's the weirdest... That that was the weirdest thing. And then
0: like they also put like little sound to it. I was like, ew! <laughs> like, I do not want to be part of this you know
1: yeah i don't want to be part of it either and then there's like the um the 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 gumble the the yeti looking creature that was just hilarious to me because in every scene that they
0: show this yeti he is a different size
1: yeah like yeah. the first time they introduce him he's so
0: large you don't even see him like like the reindeer are like smaller than this, his foot
1: mhm
0: you know and then the next time he's a little bit smaller bigger he just Every scene he changes in size.
1: Yeah. It was pretty inconsistent with the stop motion, mm-hmm. I admit. And, you know, pretty sad, too, that Herbie pulled out all of his teeth and he just has nothing but gums. I, know.
0: I felt like that poor Yeti was so misunderstood. The whole story is about misfits and how there's, like, no place where Rudolph can feel like himself. Yeah. Or the elf. And yet, like, those poor Yeti, too. Like, this Yeti is probably feeling the exact same thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think that they would actually make it a lot better in that storyline, because if you remember in Santa Claus is Coming to Town, you have the Winter Warlock, who's like the misunderstood evil wizard, and then when Santa gives him the choo-choo train, he becomes good. mm -hmm. So they actually did got better with the storyline over time.
0: Yeah, I felt definitely like the Yeti was misunderstood.
1: Yeah. But overall, I think that this is a very nice special, and yeah, it's one of the best Rankin Bass specials that they have ever done. It's still a tradition to have Rudolph playing every single mm. year. They air it on CBS uh, every single year. It's been a tradition for decades, um, there, I also enjoy
0: that they're they're not long. I mean, no,
1: this one is like again like forty five minutes long.
0: Yeah, so you can sit and enjoy it. But not feel, like, overwhelmed by how long it is. Sometimes some Christmas movies or Christmas specials feel too long. Yeah. And, like, for instance, like, the, Christ- the, the Christmas story that we were yeah. talking about on day one. Obviously, it's a movie, so it's different. Yeah, it's a movie. The length. But it to me, it felt a little bit too long for the actual story.
1: Yeah, again, wh- like we mentioned before, it was just a very basic story, but there was just a lot of stuff. So fragmented. Yeah, and it then was so very...
0: And then a little bit too long. Yeah. Like, it, it felt almost like, like you're saying, like someone's memory or a dream, you know? So it, it felt, like, very fragmented. And then, so the Christmas specials allow you to enjoy, like, a period piece mm-hmm. um, for whatever, you, you know, like a time, a, a moment in time. And then it's forty-five minutes, and then you don't feel like wow.
1: Yeah, it was like really quick, mm-hmm. and you actually got the Christmas spirit all like in a condensed time. Yeah, I agreed. All right, so let's rank these. So, uh, what, what, how would you rank it? Every year, uh, every once, every few years, or just once and never again?
0: No, I I, I like i like the story of rudolph i liked how overall i thought it was well done i like the stop motion part of
1: it i would watch it every year me too i would watch this every year and as for our rating of santas i would rate it um three and a half or four santas out of four yeah i mean five i would do three and a half santas for sure all right then So that is it for our 25 Days of Christmas uh, Advent podcast. So tune in tomorrow as we talk about another Christmas movie or special. So until then, see ya. Bye, guys. Gaze upon the sky
0: There